0: Hey guys, Um, I'm a little more excited than I sound like, it's just that um, because of what today's message is about, I'm a little in my feelings, not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, I gotta say thank you to everybody that does listen. I know, like I said initially, I know that the people that are avid listeners are, um, whether they're a lot or very few. I know that to the people that do listen, um, it's not by accident, and it was um, divine design. Like it was meant for me to reach a, a particular type of person, number of people, and vice versa. Um, those people in particular needed to hear me, so and and learn and build from each other. So I, I you know, based off a. Of, today I truly understand um, why now. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Um, really quickly I just wanted to break down what God has put on my heart this past week. How I feel like I've come completely full circle and how um, what, what this journey is really about and like what this is all about. You hear so many different times what we are supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it. Um, Some of us are even confused as to how uh, what we're good at is supposed to um, align with what um, we're supposed to do, what we're called to do. It's it's, it's a lot of confusion. And like I've said on several other segments, um, if you allow yourself to get alone, get in solitude, you will find that. But because we're so afraid of what people will say, we're so afraid of the backlash, we're so afraid of people making us feel guilty and enslaved to their kind words and their gestures or allowing us to vent for hours. Like the Bible says, fools vent because we, you know, we have accepted favors and gifts and, you know, because we're not you know, playing the game or following the masses with whatever, whatever we're enslaved to, we feel like we're doing something wrong when we drop off the grid for an hour, a few days, a few few minutes, when all actuality, you're getting alone and talk to the father, and they don't understand that. They say, well, how are you talking to the father? You just smoke weed, you just drink. How are you talking to the father? You're a fornicator, you're a liar. How are you talking to the father and you're a scammer? Because my debt has been paid, and I'm allowed to speak. And like I said in my other segment, it's the boldness. And I'm literally walking to the park. I got on my pajamas, I like head wrap on. And the sun beaming on me like it ain't never beamed on me before. Like y'all, when the last time we had a nice Thanksgiving with good weather? A long time, right? And I'm out here because God told me to come out here. And I was um first of all my morning started kinda um it was good. Like this whole week was a vibe. Like there were so many ways God showed up to remind me who I was and what I had. And I noticed that since I've started this intense self care journey, this intense uh self improvement journey, God makes it necessary to show me my flaws, but he also whacks me in my head of, of why he made me in the first place. And I don't know if you guys can relate, but it's been a struggle trying to see why God has made me, because I, myself, the very thing I want to be free from from other people, I do to myself. I'm like, God, how could you love a liar? How could you love a sinner, a fornicator, somebody that has children under wedlock? I don't understand you. Isn't this what you said you were against? So how could you love me? I, I would fight back with God. And God would tell me you know what do you think I brought Jesus here for to to be able to that that's 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 the collateral that's that's our debt down but I didn't see it that way and of course he he definitely um we think God doesn't want to teach us or educate us on what he means and what he stands for but he's always there we got to get alone to hear it um this week it's been another transformative week 2020 is a transformative year that's why we all hate it um, it was definitely a reset. Those that caught it, caught it. Those that didn't. I'm sorry, babes. I hope you didn't catch it. I pray you catch it because that's what it was. We hate change. And I shared this with, with y'all on my podcast before. I don't know what episode it was. Don't get me to lie. You know, my memory's bad. But he definitely told me or revealed to me what caused me to be stagnant for so long in my life. And for me, it's, it's 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 a plethora of things. But one of the main things is change. Change emo- used to, at least, immobilize me. It, it, it sometimes physically brought me to my knees because I, I couldn't handle it. Because change obviously symbolized at times where I had to not be comfortable anymore and literally do, by force, what I didn't want to do. So, of course, we all hate change. And my phone's on 3%. Great, because I really want to get this message out, so I hope I can. Um you got oh wow, ain't that God? Something told me I have to be out here to talk to y'all and let me tell you something. I walked up the house on a whim because God put this in my spirit. Like he, he threw this message in my spirit and he was like, get out there now. And I'm like, my phone's on 9%. And I just told y'all my phone's on three. Y'all have my portable charger in my pajama pocket. What are the odds? So I'm about to sit down right here. I'm out of breath, yes, and gain a little bit of weight. And I'm about to put my phone on a charger, but when I tell y'all, God showed me this week. He was like, "I have so many things in store for you, but as always, I need you to do something for me." I'm like, "All right, cool," because I'm, I'm getting confident now, accepting my role. And God has me here to help people. Um, not, and not just help people. I think we get lost in translation when we just minimize what our work is on earth. We'll be like, "Oh, we just here to help." No, what, what, what is your ministry? So my ministry, how I how God has um appointed me to help people, God wants me to talk about mental illness in great detail. God's me God wants me to talk about, you know, emotionally eating, um, getting caught up with the wrong friends, all the things that Jesus saw. You know, we say, Oh, Jesus wasn't a rapist, right? But remember, he took our sins, so that made him by default a rapist, right? That made him by default a liar. He took those things and he didn't even do it. It it, it was the love that he had for us that made him, you know, be willing to be a menace to the world, to, to society, just to save us. And what I was saying was, to God, I was like, you know, it's some things I want to do, some things I have on my heart, but, you know... I have such a rugged past. I have such a tainted heart. I don't know how you would do that for me. I don't see it. I didn't have faith that somebody could really love me like that. And like I said, when I got sick back in July, when I um had those issues with those COVID symptoms, God was gracious enough to come to me and say to me, it's still stuff for me here to do. I just have to have faith. And when you're sick like that, with, with such a... um hysteria driven illness people get scared you know i, I was scared because i'm like god you up here got me about the face that time i'm to trust you but that's also what it's about we all got to get it together before our death date and still have that faith to get carried on through the transition so i'm thinking to myself okay god i mean i, I believe you. you say i got all this potential i'm just gonna i'm forced to believe you at this point right you know t- you get on my, on my case every day about it so i had a client this week um as a business owner you know that journey in itself has been crazy because in the beginning oh man I was just happy to be doing things because I you know it was in my spirit to do it God led me to do it it was just so liberating that I had nothing but God and I I did it I did all the things people said I couldn't do but through having your own business when you don't have any support you you're gonna be faced with challenges and there were times there were times where you know i got faced with some crazy challenges got backlash from customers because of my circumstance i was with someone that was abusive that wouldn't allow me to go and like actually work some days so i missed some good clients um Um, fell out with some clients built with some like just just the whole up and down of somebody in your life leeching off and you know what's best for you wanting to take what you do have and that's life and the desire to do well and reach people because I've reached many people through that business but nevertheless he couldn't break me and I I take pride in my business I'm proud of it because that like I said that was a faith-driven um assignment that I carried out but God um had me go to a client that just lost their mom um, he, 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 had, this client adored me for the start, but as always, I I feel like people are sketchy and want to hurt me. So I didn't allow myself to open up and I ended up touching this man in a way I never thought I could. And just the, just the thought that, you know, God set this up by, like I said, divine design. And once again, proven like it, it could be something small, like me just going to work and God's like, you are doing my will, which is why you got to fight the depression and get out to bed because it's depression is a Satanic attempt from Satan to block your mind state. It's on purpose. It's not an accident that Satan goes out of his way to attack your mind. He he knows what he's doing. He knows everything better than us. So none of these things that try to afflict us and hold us back is on accident. So that's why being in solitude and being alone is imperative um, through this journey. That's the only way God can get to you. I was so happy and empowered that "Mm, just me being here made a difference and he loved the service but it was deeper than the service in the business it was God saying like listen I wouldn't have you toil for nothing if I didn't know something greater was ahead God is all seeing he's all knowing he doesn't have to rely on his eyes like we do to see everything he's omnipresent so I I I said to myself okay God I'm, I'm 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 gonna entertain you for a change I'm going I'm to take into in, in consideration what you say, and I'm going to believe that I actually am a decent person. Let's see, right? Let's see where we go with that. So, yesterday, I had a very transformative conversation with somebody I've had a grievance with for 26 years. When I tell you, we all say we want what we want, and when I tell you at some, at some points, we're not ready for the things we say we want because of what it will do to our psyche, When this bombshell was dropped on me and I let it marinate into today and I was in the house like stomping, screaming, crying because I'm like, I've been saved. I've been set free. I know who I am now. It makes sense why God has certain things in our lives to afflict us. And break us down. Because one, he's with us the entire time. He's in you. So he's confident. God's like, I know you're going to get through it because I'm here. And I've never punked out. God's never punked out. It's just that the flesh. God was telling me, die to the flesh and you will live. He's asking us, even when we physically die. He's saying, die to that part, the costume. But after that, you will live. And you will see and you will be saved. And my son told me two days before Thanksgiving, he said, I said, oh, baby, I was complaining about something. I can't remember now. It don't even matter. Because my five-year-old came to me and told me, Mommy, it's Thanksgiving. God told me don't denounce his traditions. That's my five-year-old. On my life, he said that. My child told me, "Um, Mommy, we got a lot to be grateful about. And I'm in this moment, like, just so choked up emotionally that... In order for me to believe God or any of us, I I see it and I see what the problem was. I was I was leaning on my own own understanding, thinking I knew what was best, and that having a house or a car or whatever these worldly possessions are would be greater than what God could ever want. When look at look look at the, I'm outside looking at the world right now. I'm looking at the grass. I'm looking at the trees. Like, I've never seen it before. God made this. How would I <laughs> you, you, You caught up in the iPad. You caught up in your electronics. God made the world. Why would he not know what's best for you? The issue is, when we die to the flesh, we're hit with the revelation that we may just have to leave at inconvenient times. And you take that how you may. I'm going to leave that here. And you let me know what you think. Um, it was in that moment I realized, even though I had I was baptized two thousand nine, it wasn't until today that I was saved. And I um, want you to think on that. Let me know what you think.